Well, hello and happy summer, Forest Grove Attridge. It's great to be here at this video service with you, so I welcome you. And I also have the privilege of welcoming you from the beautiful Forestry Farm Park. And more specifically, I am in the Meditation Garden. I thought, what a better place to continue our series on soul care, as well as teaching today on the spiritual practice of listening prayer, than to be in the Meditation Garden. So welcome, and I pray that this series and this discussion today will encourage you and inspire you in your walk with Jesus. So when we talk about our spiritual practices for the summer, and you see prayers on the list, I'm sure that's of no surprise. But perhaps listening prayer might bring up some more questions. Now, when we talk about prayer, it's often we're often told prayer is like conversation. And so if you can have a conversation with a friend, you can pray. We don't need fancy or religious-y sounding words. We just need to be able to, to speak words from our heart. So that's a, a great way to understand prayer and a really encouraging word. There's just kind of one big but with that. If we're thinking that prayer is, con is conversational, then yeah, we can speak out words to God, but how does God speak back to us? How do we, as physical beings speaking to a spiritual being, have that spiritual being speak back to us? So that's where listening prayer comes in, and that's why it's more of a challenge, because it's something that we need to learn, and yet it's so important for prayer to be a two-way conversation and for us to learn about, about listening prayer. So with that, consider this quote from Henry Nouwen, an author, and he says this, Prayer is the way to both the heart of God and the heart of the world. Praying is letting one's own heart become the place where the tears of God's children merge and become tears of hope. And our prayer is that whatever this summer season or this pandemic season, whatever you had to, had to go through or are presently going through, that God's heart and God's tears of hope will minister to your life. And we just pray that over all of you as a congregation. So in the whole area of listening prayer, why do we need um, spiritual practices to teach us how to pray? Well, to illustrate that, I brought along today an ancient relic. So I'll just pick it up here. So this ancient relic that I'm holding awkwardly is called a radio. Now, believe it or not, this little device can pick up radio waves from the air and when you turn it on, you can hook up to a radio station and music actually comes out. It's amazing. In fact, you don't need Wi-Fi or data. It just works. So maybe this is ingenious technology. But anyway, now, to listen to a radio, you have to turn it on and then you have to tune into a station. So when I first turn it on, you can probably hear that there's a bunch of static and that's because we're not at a station yet. So I have to actually turn this tuning button here and wait, oh, look, try to get away from the static, tune into the station, and once I'm there, hey, music's on, it's all good. All right, so enough of the radio. So, listening prayer, how does it connect to my old radio, is like this. We need spiritual practices to help us get rid of the static, and the static in our lives is just our busyness, our distraction, all of that. So to get rid of the static, and to learn how to tune into the voice of God. So keep that image in mind as we, as we talk about, about listening prayer. Now, in talking about listening prayer, I'm gonna use three terms that are a part of our Spiritual Disciplines book that we've been following this summer. And those terms are contemplative prayer, 
breath prayer and centering prayer. Now let me just encourage you, um, don't let the unfamiliarity of those terms confuse or concern you. These words describe ancient Christian practice, and they have nothing to do with New Age or mysticism. There's nothing new about this. In fact, these are ancient practices of prayer to just make our prayer life more meaningful and more real. So I encourage you to, to uh, participate and, and not stumble over that. So contemplative prayer is where we'll start in terms of defining listening prayer. So contemplative prayer, um, as defined by Calhoun, is this. It's a receptive posture of openness towards God. It is a way of waiting with a heart awake to God's presence and his word. This kind of prayer intentionally trusts and rests in the presence of the Holy Spirit deep down in our own spirit. So just unpacking this definition a little bit, it talks first about having an open posture towards God. So my question for me, for all of us today is, do we have an open posture? Have we allowed cynicism or suspicion to derail our openness to the fact that we serve an incredibly powerful and creative God that can speak to us in so many unique ways? You know, you just need to look at the many stories of scripture to understand that our creative God speaks to his people in so many creative ways. Now, we're very familiar with God speaking through scripture, God speaking through through other people speaking into our lives. There's, there's practical ways like that. But God also speaks in ways that sometimes people think is more mystical. So Peter, for example, in his famous Acts chapter 2 sermon, when the Holy Spirit fell on people, said that we would have visions and dreams. So there's times when God speaks in those kinds of ways. And yet all through scripture, we have everything from God speaking through a still small voice all the way to God speaking through the power and the energy of nature. So God is huge and creative, and he speaks in so many ways. And all I'm encouraging at this point is let's have an open posture. Let's not give in to cynicism. Let's not give in to suspicion, but let's be open. So with that, the next, the definition talks also about having a heart that's awake, an awake heart to the presence of God. So here's my next question. Are we spiritually awake? You know, it's so easy to fall asleep spiritually. You know, it makes me think of driving late at night when you're really tired. And you know you have to get home, so you're, you're dumb and you don't pull over and sleep. You just try to push through, right? I think you've probably all been there. And you're just trying to force yourself to stay awake. So what do you do? You do everything you can. You roll down the window. You crank the radio. Oh, that came up again. You crank the radio um, or whatever music you have. Maybe you try to eat sunflower seeds or whatever snacks you have, and you just try to do everything. I've seen people stick their head out their window while they're trying to drive just to stay awake. And so that tenacity to not let yourself fall asleep, I just, just want to encourage us that way spiritually. As challenging as these days can be, as discouraged and as hard as things can get, um, let's not fall asleep sleep spiritually. But let's do everything we can to stay awake. And what we're wanting to be awake to is the very real presence of God. That whether we feel it or not, God's presence is real and promised. He is around us. He is in us. He loves us. He's real. We need to be awake to his presence. So I want you to consider 2 Corinthians 3, verses 17 to 18. It says, The Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. 
So if you noticed in this scripture a couple times, it makes it very clear that we worship a God who is spirit. And so for us to hear our God, we need to learn how our spirit connects to his spirit. And so a couple of examples of how we can practice listening or contemplative prayer. And, and these two examples are other forms of prayer that are simply called centering prayer and breath prayer. Let me just give these two examples. So centering prayer is an ancient form of prayer that joined meditation on a word of scripture with prayer. So to practice centering prayer, you would set aside some time, say when you're first starting, maybe just 15 minutes, set a timer so you're not distracted by time, but just take that time. Find a comfortable place to sit, maybe go for a walk. And then what you do is you choose one word or one phrase from scripture that, um, that just expresses your desire for God. So it may be Prince of Peace. It may be Jesus, the great shepherd. It may be God of hope, but just a line that expresses your desire for God. And you meditate on that word. And, and as you go for your walk or as you sit in silence, you just allow that word to keep going through your mind and your heart and center on it. Now, granted, distractions are going to happen. Our minds wander. We start to think random thoughts. And we need to just to not feel guilty about that, but just let them go and just surrender them to God. Just say, God, oh, I'm thinking about this person. God, I give them over to you. Or this busy thing of the day comes up. God, I give that over to you. And then come back to that centering prayer. Jesus, be my peace. Jesus, give me rest for my soul. Jesus, be my great shepherd. And allow that practice to just center us in the presence of God. Centering prayer is not a time for us to give our lists or, or make our prayer requests to God or to talk to God in that way, but it's for us to learn how to listen. Again, it's like eliminating the static so we can learn to tune in to God's voice. So that's centering prayer. And then just brief, briefly, breath prayer. Breath prayer is also known as a prayer of the heart. Now, centering prayer is more about taking a period of time, whereas breath prayer is more like the short prayers that we pray randomly throughout the day, just to acknowledge God's presence and our need for him. And the idea really comes from scripture, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18, that says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So that verse, pray continually, that can be pretty intimidating, right? How on earth in our busy lives, our full lives, our complicated lives, our distracted lives, can we pray continually? Well, this idea of breath prayer is one way we can do that. And, and it's called breath prayer because it's like the whole idea of how we need oxygen for our physical bodies. We need spiritual breath for our souls. And so it's, it's like breathing in Jesus up or a promise of Jesus, and then breathing out a desire of our heart. So like the ancient Jesus prayer that was prayed in this breath prayer way was simply this. Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. So it was like breathing in, Jesus Christ, Son of God, breathing out, have mercy on me, a sinner. And you can personalize that to any name of God. Jesus, Prince of Peace give me wisdom in this day. So those are the kind of prayers you can pray about your day to practice this presence prayer, this centering breath prayer, listening prayer. Again, for us to learn how to tune in, how to get rid of the static and how to tune in. Remember that listening prayer, learning to hear the voice of God is a process and it takes time. 
and we practice, but we continue to have that open posture, remember, that open heart, and to listen and to seek our God, who just so much wants to communicate with us. So I want to close with um, a verse from Romans 8, 26 to 27. It says this, In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. I just love this scripture, and I, I hope this encourages you that no matter where you're at, perhaps you're not in a place right now where you have the courage or the strength to pray. Perhaps you're just feeling a way too discouraged or broken. This scripture says that it's in those times of weakness that the Spirit prays in our behalf. God does never abandons us in our pain. In fact, he offers to pray with us and for us in our pain. So if you're in that place, just know that those wordless groans of the pain or the struggle of your heart becomes prayers that the Spirit picks up and prays to God. And I just pray that that comforts you, even as we all want to learn how to pray and learn how to hear God in our prayers. So we're going to conclude this time with a worship song. And Janine, one of our worship leaders, is going to lead us in a song called Holy Spirit. And this song is basically all about... Um, asking God to make us more aware of his presence. And so pray that and receive that as you hear this song. My favorite line is, where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. In your presence, Lord.
You're good. 